Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the Fergie Time podcast with myself, Keith Jackson, and of course the special man himself, uh, Barry Ferguson. Sorry, Barry, let's start with an apology, because we were getting quite a good army of listeners built up mm-hmm. over the first few weeks of the Fergie Time podcast. You then decided to go and travel the world. <laughs> no, listen, no, you went my your son's birthday. Right. I had to go and see my son. Uh, Whereabouts? In America. South Carolina um, he had won a a couple of awards Young Player of the Year plus it was his birthday so I couldn't miss that I had to go over and um, see him it was a long trip takes a while to get there in terms of it's not just a direct flight but yeah. and you know it's like you come back and I've missed a wee bit of the football so I had to do a lot of catching up um, on that so that's us clear now we've got a clear road well you that then I had to go to Moscow with Scotland yep then you were Auschwitz yep uh, it's one of the things that I got for a family vacation a family vacation that I got bought for me um, to go and see uh, we flew over to Krakow and it was lovely went to see Auschwitz went to the salt mines I don't I don't I don't think I fancy that I think that sounds like. Do you know what? I seen a documentary about a year ago, and my missus has been keen. Um, so the family bought us a wee surprise, and we went over it. it like it was traumatic. Hard. Yeah, it was. It was harrowing. It was like sad, but also it was great to see. In terms of, um, I had obviously I'd seen a documentary. I'd heard loads of people talk about it. So we went and got a guide and we went there and we spent a good five, six hours there. Um, it was hard at times, don't get us wrong, it was hard. Um, but also... Powerful look, sort of a thing. It was. It, it was, you could see um, a lot of people getting upset when you were... Because you were in groups, mm-hmm. so you were going about it. But it was really interesting, it was something that I was always keen on doing, but it was it was hard at times. Uh, I, think, I think I'd find that too much of an ordeal, but there you go. I found going to Moscow an ordeal, so that's just me. I'm just a sort of international idiot. Um, However, we're back and we're going to ease back into this one, Barry. Well, you've been away. Well, this show's been away. Yep. The league has got on with itself. Mm -hmm. Celtic and Rangers are now sitting neck and neck in points. Celtic, obviously, in top of the division on goals. But there's been a great deal of other stuff happening. So, you know, you know, I think we've got to look at, again, Hibs and Hearts. And we'll do that a little bit later on. Um, because I, I just don't know how much longer this can continue for, for them. Um, look at some surprise candidates like Motherwell, who, you know, are doing incredibly well. Derek McInnes has got his work cut out, mm-hmm. especially after what happened to him at the weekend. Talk about all of that. But let's go straight to the top of the table. Um, Barry... This feels to me very much like it used to be back in the day. Teams that you were involved in when you're playing in these matches and you know you can't even drop them. 
you know, two points getting a draw, that's a bad, bad result now because you're giving ground away. I, I'm, I'm curious to know how it feels when you're in the eye of that storm. Mm-hmm. You know, how it feels when you're going out there and you know you actually can't afford to drop two points. I was speaking to James Forrest about it yesterday and James Forrest said it's brilliant for Celtic because it's given them that extra edge, that extra little lift after maybe they've had a European game. Well, do you know what? They can't afford to go easy at the weekend. Well, they've done it they two weeks. Step was up. it two or three weeks ago? They've done it against Livingston, didn't mm-hmm. they? So they, they learned... I think that's lesson learned, oh, isn't it? Oh, it was definitely lesson learned. I watched that game at Livingston and... You can't take it away for Livingston. They they deserved it. Celtic looked. Um, they just didn't look right. They looked tired, sloppy, whatever you want to call it. It's hard to look. But then you go on and that look, pitch, isn't it? Right, it's hard. But listen, look, you could go somewhere. You could still be in Europe in January, and you could go to a grass pitch, and it could be muddy and bobbly. It doesn't matter. It's see when you play in Europe. It's it's a it's more a mental thing. When you come off the back of a, a good performance on a Thursday night, which obviously both Rangers and Celtic are doing now in the Europa League, there's no much recovery. But the way they get looked after now, they, they, they get all the right stuff um, done, whether it be massage or recovery drinks or whatever. But listen, it comes down to, it comes down to a mental thing. That's I'm exactly, telling you right now. That's exactly what I was going to say. That has to be mental. It has. It has to be mental. Now... Have you been in dressing rooms where you've looked at guys and went, you're not mentally strong enough for this? Do you know us? what? I've been in dressing rooms. I've been involved in a number of these games to realise sometimes it took us to half time. We were ha- we were lucky to get in, nothing mm-hmm. each. And then we would have a right good go at each other or have a look at yourself in the mirror and say, listen, <laughs> we've got 45 minutes. We need to scrape a result. What Rangers done on Sunday? By all accounts, I've only seen the highlights. I know they were below par. Who cares? It's three points. See two or three weeks down the line, maybe they'll look at that performance against Mullow. People will look at how many points did Rangers get in that game and it was three points. That's the main thing. When you're not playing at the top of your game after a European result, it's getting away or finding a way to get the three points. Well, here's the thing I'm interested in, right? Because I think we're all agreed, everybody that I've heard talking about it has said... This time last season, that's probably a game that Rangers might have dropped a couple of points at home or, or perhaps even lost it. I'm with you 100% if that's the Rangers. So how do you change that? Because I mean, the players are more or less the same. There's a lot of the same players in there. How do you go about changing the mentality of a football player? Well, you've got, for instance, I'll go with the Rangers side. You've got Alan McGregor who's had the experience, experiences of playing on Thursday nights. Stephen Davis experience he, he played on Thursday nights the manager <laughs> played countless European games the assistant manager Gary Mack played countless so you've got a good base experience in there but the only one that wasn't there at this point last season Stephen Davis so what, I'm, I'm talking about the kind of psychology of the players the team I mean I, I, I can imagine that you have been in because you know you've always said about your mental toughness how you were brought up to be a winner you have to you must have had to, as captain, try to bring people with you at times that you're thinking, you're slacking off here. Yeah, but that, that's what Devo and Griggs are. They'll be, they boys in that team will be following the lead with them. They'll set the examples, whether that be in the dressing room or the day before training on a Saturday when people, normally 48 hours after a game, you've got a bit of fatigue and you're tired. It's about getting through that training session and they'll be driving people on. Coming a Sunday, it'll be the same in the dressing room, getting run about people letting them know, listen, no matter how we 
get three points today. I couldn't care less. It's about walking in here at quarter to five with three points. Whether we scrape through, we bite, scratch, whatever you want to call it, kick, you need to do it. You need to find a way. You need to But what if there's players that, that aren't mentally strong enough for it? Well I look at that Ranger squad. I think I think he's I think the manager has built a team that certainly the difference for this time last season to now. That is listen, nothing's guaranteed, but a right good chance Rangers could have, if no lost that game, come away with a point. Let Celtic just slip away. I mean, because there's there's yep. there's zero question marks to be had about the mentality inside Celtic's dressing room. Well, they had that fright two or three weeks ago at Livingston, and the prime example, a tough game against a, a really good Lazio team. Um, Lazio were were the better team in terms of like technically. Mm-hmm. Celtic dug some dug a result out there. <coughs> and the acid test was on Sunday at Petodre there's, there's probably no harder away game apart from an old firm away game to go to and I was interested to watch it and do you know what they've learnt their lesson that's a sign of experience that's a sign of guys talking in a dressing room or the manager saying look what happened you take the foot off the gas yeah. you can't take the foot off the gas if you're tired you need to find something for somewhere or you won't be in the team. Have you ever and that was a prime example of a, a good team in, in Sunday at Petodre for me. The, the That's probably the best 45 minutes of the season that has been, wasn't it? And I heard a lot of people saying that Aberdeen laid down. I, think that's, I don't think that's right. Aberdeen just to, couldn't get close to anything. You just got to be honest and say Celtic were miles ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Because they start, you, you seen for the start of the game, they, they wanted to take control of it. Well, here's the thing that I'm trying to get to here. Has there been a player, right, and you've been around some talented guys in your time, has there ever been one that's that's really annoyed the life out of you because of their mentality, because they couldn't sustain it? Or no, they wouldn't last in the dressing room. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be at Rangers. If Presumably there was that. a few that, in that didn't last that had to... I, I'm going in European... Games is this what you're talking about? I'm playing just talking on a about that, that mental capacity. You know the talents there, yeah, but, that, but mentally are they tough enough to but grind? They don't, they don't last long. They don't last long. You, you've got the pressures of having to go out and perform week in, week out. Now, I, I think Rangers fans, I can only go with my experience. Cut you slack if you have bad games, as long as you go out and show that you're digging deep and working hard. It's when you don't start to do that. When you struggle to, to get about a pitch or show that you're committed to 100%, that's when Rangers fans will, will have a pop. But Rangers fans can accept you having bad games. There must have I been, had there plenty must have been, myself. There must have been players like that around your time, though, where you're thinking, are you chucking this one in? You know, you know, players that frustrate you with not having the, either the mental capacity, the mental strength to keep on going at the high level... Or just there was so there was there was a guys lazy streak. No, you wouldn't last long if you're lazy at Rangers. Certainly in the squads that I played in, you wouldn't last long. Listen, guys maybe couldn't play three games a week. They would struggle, whether that be for carrying knocks, but that's why you've got a big squad. But in terms of laziness, you can, you can't have that at mm. a club like Rangers. 
And I, I don't, I, I think, looking at this Rangers squad the now, Sunday could be a massive result. Massive result. They, they Just dug because it they didn't give up ground. They, 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 they dug it out, 1-0 down. I know what it's like. Fans start to get frustrated. They start to... No, go on your back, but the grumbles start coming for the, the crowd. But that's when you've got to stand tall and puff your chest out and say, right, give me the ball, let's do something about this. And I see players, certainly the one guy that you mentioned a couple of minutes ago is key to it, is Stevie Davis. Davis. He's key to that. He can handle the pressures. And that's what you need in teams if you're going to challenge in all fronts, whether that get through Europa League, making sure you're staying, staying top or close by when you're going through periods in the season when you're playing three games a week. See, I'm talking about the mental toughness that's required in that, right? Because I'm really keen on that because I think it's something that you always put down to your education, Mm -hmm. the way that you were brought up as as a youngster at Rangers. You were made to be mentally tough. Yeah. Some people arrive at either Celtic or Rangers and it's foreign to them. And I'm thinking, I mean, look, off the top of my head, I look at a guy like Tori Andre Flo, mm-hmm. who had all the talent in the world, huge price tag, but there seemed to be something mental there that he struggled to cope with the pressures. No, look, people... I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, is, is, is that apparent to you inside the dressing room? And what do you do when a guy's like that? In terms of a guy who's struggling... And was he I'm Tori Andrew? No, Flynn. but look at his goal scoring record. He scored a lot of goals, uh, he? his goal scoring record to games was really good. Um he, he, the, Tory was different. Tory had a, a, a lazy streak. No no lazy, but no that like a sort of a but he worked he worked hard at I'm trying to think somebody off the top of my head who never lasted. I I will come to me. I don't know. There, there must be one or two, but in general terms, I'll be honest with you, all the guys that I played with are the, the amount of players that, the, the turnover of players that I did play with, even guys who came in at the start, were like, whoa, Jesus, what, what, what's going on here, man, the pressures. Yeah, like, shock, yeah. Aye. But they grow into it and they ask you questions and you go through it and you, you tell them, listen, it's only about winning here. It's not like any other club where I draw people be all right with I always get brought up for John Brown and John McGregor, Archie and, and Walter. It's win, win or win. Mm-hmm. There's three three things that's going to happen again. You're either going to win, draw or lose. Win's the only thing that's acceptable. Draw, ach, it's all right, but it's no good enough. And you can't lose. Well, in this exactly the situation that they're in just now. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to know, and I think the, the listeners will be interested to know, how does it feel then? And I know like, one weekend it might be, it might have been your turn to, to play first, Celtic playing after, mm-hmm. vice versa. Yep. A lot of people say, ah, we, all, we just concentrate on what we're doing. Ah, no, I don't, you're I don't buy that, right? <laughs> I'm just not having it. You must be watching the telly. Are you, are you, are you in the dressing room watching it? Are you, how, no, how you're normally in the, the players' lounge are, are where you, you get your pre-match. And then obviously you float down to the dressing room, the game's still going on. I mean, it's easy now that everything's high-tech. You can get everything on your, your phone. Back, back in the day, it was maybe it was on the TV, but no, listen, I always wanted to know whether Celtic won or lost, I wanted to know. That was the way. Some people are different, Jacko. Some people don't like to know. 
No, I was right in. What was the result? Celtic win, right? That just means we need to win. Celtic lose, right? <laughs> no, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. So I was the type I wanted to know what was happening all the time. I would be sent to the staff quietly, whether it be the kit man or the, the masseurs. Listen, keep me right mm-hmm. in what, what's going on, whether if Celtic were playing over at Celtic Park or playing away from home. I, I, I just wanted to know. Yeah, I, I would have thought It's like the same as a paper, like people don't look at the papers and I'm one day you see what score you get. <laughs> Rubbish. And I know that because the amount of phone calls I used to get for you <laughs> saying, how you got a five? How did I get five out of ten? I've no. never, I don't think the players actually read the match reports. They just read the marks out I of never, ten. I never, I'll be honest with you, I never read one match report. I just went straight to the side, right straight side. Straight to the man by man's. Right, there's that jackal, you're getting it by the way. No, but listen, but that used to drive things like that. All right, I only got a five out of ten. Right, who are we playing Did, uh, see, you know see, when, see when that happens is it flying about use... the dressing room no. everybody having a aye you, you knew yourself if you played well and you you knew yourself if you had an absolute stinker um, it's just sometimes when you, when you look to that I, I used to reverse it reverse psychology type stuff right do you know what I need to go and make sure I'm Eight or nine out of ten next week. I, I, I used to look at them all. I, I, I used to drive me. I used to use it as a motivation. And it's the same with games. See the now, like if Celtic outstanding performance for them at Petodre, that would drive me on mm-hmm. to make sure that first and foremost we get three points. Secondly, we you want to play well, but see if you don't play well, it's it's about grinding. And I see a different side to this Rangers side. That, that's the thing the manager says they get away with one right but the are results that you can look back on three or four months down the line and say they seem more what, robust don't they aye? they seem more robust and that's, what, that's yep. why I'm talking about this mental strength mm-hmm. because I do think that that is going to be key now because that comes for the manager two very talented teams but but listen you talk about two managers with mental strength yep. Neil Lennon versus Stephen Gerrard I mean, I can imagine that Neil Lennon will be driving them on. And after mm-hmm. that Livingston thing, I think he did hold some sort of a team meeting and you can see the result of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and does that come from... But you, you look at them and you've got Stephen Gerrard, Stevie Davis, Alan McGregor. And then you've got Neil Lennon, Scott Brown. And you can maybe put James Forrest in that, Callum mm-hmm. McGregor. So they've got not just the management side, they've got people who manage the game on, on the, the pitch. pitch which is key that's key for Rangers Rangers didn't have that last year the only Dallin McGregor for me mm-hmm. and it's difficult for a goalkeeper when you're stuck in the nets isn't it yeah, yeah. maybe he's still a, a real leader for me you know what I mean but you need people on the pitch who manage the game and manage people through it like I could imagine I don't know if this did happen but Rangers going to go, go down against Mother on Sunday I can imagine what Stevie Davis is saying on the pitch, just keep your what's about you, keep it, don't start. Because what happens sometimes, Panic. you start, ah, you, then you start doing things, force and play. They scored what after, what what was it, 22 minutes was it? Or 32 minutes? The mother will go, uh-huh. yeah, so I thought 36 or something like that. Run about that. So you've still got a good 60 minutes to go in the game, so you, you don't panic, but your natural reaction is to, alright, force things. Mm-hmm. So that's when you need guys. And that's the type of thing that I so used to So it's guys to, to keep you calm rather than Aye. guys to get you going. Yeah, but when it comes to 10 minutes to go, 5 mm. minutes to go, you're, uh, 
and it, you're one nothing down, then you're you're throwing everything at it. See, the kitchen least... sink, but that that's the difference I see with Rangers. Certainly, Celtic have, have had it for a number of years, yeah. but that, that's the difference I'm seeing with Rangers. Even if they're not playing well, they still get guys who can manage a situation on the pitch. If the fans are getting a bit nippy with them, um, which is normal because Rangers fans demand that's. If you can't accept that or can't handle that, then you shouldn't be pulling a Rangers strip on. You've got to. Well, you, it's interesting because that leads us nicely to James Tavernier uh-huh. and the struggles that he seems to be going through just now. And obviously, yep. you know, you you know the the pressures, the weight of expectation on the guy that has to wear the armband mm-hmm. for Rangers. And and you've I've mentioned, got my opinion, you've I've mentioned got my opinion last, on this. You, well, you've said about last year, maybe there wasn't enough leaders mm-hmm. out there. Well, he's wearing the captain. He mm-hmm. was out there last season mm-hmm. and he might be toiling a bit with a terrific player, but do you think it might be a bit of a mercy? It might be better for no, him to be removed no, for I, the do pressure? You know what? I, I thought about this long and hard because this has been going on for a number of weeks now. We mm-hmm. have, right? First and foremost, I think he's a good player. Secondly, the biggest thing for me is he doesn't hide. Mm-hmm. I, he's made mistakes. Every player makes mistakes. But the thing that I like about him is He's missed a few penalties. He still steps up. He missed... Hits a couple of crosses. He's still up there trying to whip crosses in. That, for me, is a proper guy. Mm -hmm. That's a guy that's no... Want to hide behind his teammates or whatever. That's a guy who wants to be in the front foot and show, ah, this is where I want to be and what I should... um, Lead for the front, basically. Right, he's going through a hard time. We all do as players. But for me, the thing that jumps out at me is he doesn't hide. And I like that. Did you have a period like that? Can you remember a period like that? I had a couple of periods where the fans were getting on my back. Yep. When? Can you you trace it back? No, I I can't remember specifically when, but there was a couple of periods when... I mean, the, the one that springs to mind is when I've come back for the second time when yeah, you come back a, up the road quite a number of fans that didn't want me to come back mm-hmm. because I left in the first place which listen I understand I'm a fan myself but I had to go out and, and show them um, what it meant to me to, to play with Rangers and I had to show because whether I played a right good game someone never going to be happy and going to accept it I accept it how, do, how, does, how, how, how are you made aware of that are you made aware of that just when you hear the noise, the grunts and groans when you go into the pitch, is it outside the stadium or people saying that you in the street? Are you just getting I, I, a bad I bet, vibe? I, I bet you have written, Jacko. You hear a bit in the stadium. Now, you hear when people start booing. <laughs> you start <laughs> uh, misplacing a pass or whatever, but and a wee bit out in the street, you get a, a wee couple of ding-dongs, people having a, a pop at you. Um, obviously, you read... Newspapers, um, my mates at games are no slow in telling me. I, he, him, Jimmy, five rows down for me, giving me absolute dogs abuse. So you hear about in all different directions and for all different areas. Um, did it bother me? I it hurt me. 
But do you know what? It made me even more determined. I don't know where I go. That that might have been not just John McGregor and John Brown or Archie or Walter Smith. I mean, it's the way my upbringing as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've got to. I, I keep saying about my coaches, but I had my dad and my my brother and my mum. You know what I mean? There's. I just had that, always had that steely determination for a young age when getting told probably goes away back getting told I was too wee for Scotland. Probably that's where it kicked on big time for me. Too wee for Scotland. Yeah, about fifteen. So that's where it probably kicked on for me. And well, for I the schoolboys team. Aye, and I could take a criticism. That you was told it. you, I made that decision. Oh, one of the coaches. Listen, but that just made me even more determined. You know what I mean? Like, Two years later, you're, you're captain under 21s, and then a year after that, you're making your full Scotland debut. You know what I mean? It's crazy. 15, there's too many, not just me, but there's too many young boys get told that they're physically not ready. Mm-hmm. I think coaches forget people grow, develop at different <laughs> places, uh, different times, sorry. But going back to. No, but that's all, that's all part of this, this mental streak that you I, have to have. Sometimes I think you've got to have a few knocks in your career, early doors, and I had a few knocks early doors. That's the, that's probably the biggest knock I had. Never getting rejected for a club. That clubs wanted to sign me, but that was probably the hardest time. Just turned fifteen, getting told that you're small, no physically ready. Rangers stuck by me, and but was that for was that for Scotland schoolboys? Yep. Who get into the midfield in front of you? Don't know. Can you? Do you know what? I, I don't even know. They're not even playing now. They, are, they, they never really played. Um, but it was one of the ones where I took a, a week or two out because I had to. Mm-hmm. And I just the old sleeves get rolled up. My dad gave me a good slap, <laughs> and no a slap in no. the way. Say right, come Aye. on, let's go. And Figuratively, let's, let's go Aye. and show these people that uh, in time hopefully I will develop because I think it was five at five or six I was actually you know it's like when you're young you're yeah. s- s- small skinny nothing about you but you develop and I developed into a decent size so I think that was I think you've got to take hits in your career I took quite a few when I was not quite a few one or two and it probably Motored me on a bit. Toughens you up for that. Aye, it toughened me up. I got took out of school early, took into Rangers. Eh, uh, and you're, you're in with the big boys in, you know what I mean? I had still aged to be at school, but Rangers took me away for that, took me into, I still had to do a bit of schooling and at Ibrooks, but I was straight in with men, getting booted about all the place. <laughs> but you learn quickly, you know what I mean? It was a grown up period, I had to grow up mm-hmm. in terms of being in amongst men. Now, a guy like James Tavernier, I think he went to Newcastle, played a couple of top team games, then it was places like Gateshead, Carlisle, Wigan, mm-hmm. R- Rotherham. I mean, it's like the worst staycation ever, right? It's his CV. You wonder, there was no or very few signs from, from where he'd been previously that he was cut out. Mm-hmm. To play, a, a but club maybe he's a late Rangers. developer. You know what I mean? He, he's come in and he, he, he look, he's just going through a tough time. I, th- I rate him. I think he's good. I think he's I probably the, he's the best going forward fullback. Look, if he was unbelievable defender, mixed in with he's really he's probably 
best attributes going, going forward. forward. Even the beer Rangers. Mm-hmm. He'd be playing with Chelsea or, or Man City or, or, or something like that. Right, defensively, he, he can improve. But he's a good, for me, I like him. He's a good player. He's going through a tough time. But again, I'll go back to what I said at the start. Key ingredient, the manager's behind him. And also, he's got two guys with experiences going through difficult periods. But the signs that you see when you look at him and how he's dealing with it, you see a guy that is mentally he's no strong hiding. enough to go. Aye, he's no hiding. And I like that film. Was there players you ever do that, that, that did hide when it started to get tough? Yeah, some, and how some, do you deal with that as Some a players had to maybe take a, a bit of time out and get used to it because it's a different... Listen, pe- people do not know what they're coming into. Unless you're brought up, Matt, what you're coming into Celtic and Rangers, you're under... You're carrying that badge 24-7 wherever you go it's it's hard to take mm. it is sometimes it, it, it's draining it is draining but in the same hand it's what dreams are met it's an amazing club but see you 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 would admit yourself that your brain maybe works in a different way for uh, other people it probably does I yep and that you've got coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you would you would say that you've got OCD about the house and stuff. Aye. Does that all relate back to football and how you had to be mentally aye, tough? I, I had to be uh, organised. I you know I went through probably the same thing week in week out. Have I never done that? Routine. I I never had a good game. It was just so you get a lot of that in sport and football, I, don't I, you? But I was in a. I just liked. Some, in a strange way I like getting a bit of criticism see leading up to a big game somebody saying oh I'm playing against that's why you always read the record <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing against a certain player he's going to get the better of me right that was me I was right bang on it mm-hmm. not a bang on it every game I try to play use it as a motivation you, you can't play the same standard every single game but I used to like getting a bit of criticism in terms of if you were coming up against somebody, oh, he's going to get the better of him this weekend. Oh, is that right? Right, no problem. That was me. What about your routines? What if you get knocked out of your stride? What What was your routines? How did it? It's just ate the same. Try to sleep the same. But the, it, it was different in games. Like an old fun game, you're, you're sleeping partners all over the place. You're, you're excited, you're... Were you one of these guys put, turning. put your right sock on and then your left sock? Were you no, that I just bad? kept the same shin guards, same boots as long as I can. I had the same pair of boots for three and a half, four years. Did you? Uh, they went, Jimmy Jimmy Bell took them to the cobblers countless times. I had the same shin guards for I was 16 to about 30. They, they just, it became a stage where they were just rotten. They must have been really bad smelling. Aye, but and I wrote things in the back of them to remember me things like family things and um, but no my routine was I, I, I always read up on who I was playing against even here even in Scotland even Europe right this guy's worth X amount he's the top player right brilliant let's go out and see how I can perform against test him test yourself against test him my, but then it was also good for me to see people saying that, oh, he's going to get a run about. This is the main guy here. All right, brilliant. Right, let's uh, go and 
stick it down people's throats. Yeah, yeah. I used to do things like that. Just people might think it's crazy, but, it's, still, but it's, it's what got me. It's a low Tamatees thing, isn't it? That was the early, the early sign of that. When you were up against low Tamatees in the Champions League, mm. you were a young kid, very early on in your mm. career. He's at the latter stages of an incredible career. I guess that was the sort of the, the, Aye, the was springboard a, for you at that point there, there was loads when you were playing back in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s the two Rangers and uh, sorry the Rangers and Celtic teams and that you were going against top players you know what I mean then you were playing Champions League against top players that I mean if that can't motivate you what can but I, I'm a big believer what can't motivate you if you put put that Rangers jersey on for me that was a motivation every single weekend for me mm-hmm. and then he top it off was you're leading your team out and I've got people running about that stadium who would give their right arm, right leg I know I know I've, I know people in the stands I know what it means to people I'm I'm doing what hundreds of thousands of people that was a motivation alone yeah, for yeah. me but the the, the, the kind of the, what you have to put yourself through and how you have to condition your own mind in order to achieve the kind of mental toughness that we're talking about, mm-hmm. which is required, which, which these I, players I think are if he comes, if you're talking about Tav, mm. I think if he comes through this wee period, which I believe he can, because he's got the support of the manager, and I'm sure he'll have the support of the dressing room, I think he'll be an even better player. And I hope he does. I hope he proves a lot of people wrong. Because mm-hmm. it, is, it is tough. He'll be playing, it'll be playing about in his head, is He'll be desperate. Just to get a right good 90 minutes under his belt and get away again. I, all he needs is a great running cross, a, a free kick to bend into the top bin. That's all he needs, needs and he'll kick on again. I'm sure he will because I do... I know a, a few of my pals who I speak to have been critical of him. Um, but that's what happens when you, I'm afraid, when you, you put the armband on it. It's, when you're in that he's, spot, he's got to get it. But I think he's good enough to come through it. I do, and I do think he's mentally, mentally capable of coming through it as well. It will be tough for him because, as I says, at night, he'll be sitting on his sofa or wherever. Think, right, how can I, I do this? Do you, over, do, do, you just, over, do you overanalyze yep, it? I was just coming to that. You can overanalyze it. Sometimes it's better just saying, right, do you know what? Let it go. Let it flow. If you think about it more... You're trying you too hard. You're trying, uh, you're, you're trying things probably that you wouldn't normally do. But how does it affect it? Cause but that's, again, I'll go back to the, the people I'm mentioning. That's up to... I'm sure the manager will be talking to him. I'm sure Gary Mack will be talking to him. And I'm sure the two guys, Devo and Griggsy, will be saying, look, they've... They, but you also know yourself. Try to think. You also know yourself that you need to go through it on your own. You've you need to, to solve it for you, yourself. Yep, you can take all get, the advice in the world, but you need to solve it for you've yourself. You've got to go through periods like this in your career to come out. If you how, come out there on the end stronger, how did it manifest itself on you? Because I know you've got quirks. I know you've got quirks that have stayed, and you, you'll never get rid of them now. In terms of the way you put your coffee cups back into the cupboard, and no, I'm all right with that now. I'm you all, think you threw that tea now? Cups, no coffee cups. Tea cups. I, I just. Nah, I used to line things up, but that's... Yeah, but you couldn't shut the door if they wanted to turn around the right way. And I mean, was, was that all... Uh, but uh, it's one of the... My biggest one is when I go out and I come back in to check doors where 
I've checked them two or three times. <laughs> just, I just laugh at myself sometimes. That's just old age. Uh, hey, listen, I'm not up. Jesus, coming up in 42. But see all those wee things. Do you think that was... Is that just you that you would have been that if you were a chartered accountant? Or, no, probably no. Or was this stuff... A chartered that, accountant, there's no chance of me being a chartered good accountant. Good point, right? But you I'm know what I mean? A roofer. <laughs> a roofer, a plumber or whatever. I'd have been on the roof with my old man. Right. And do you think that these wee quirks and characteristics that you've taken is it's that, is that makeup. but is it part of football is it part of trying to get mentally strong I, I, I would say it all marries in together mm-hmm. I, Funny that, I would say it marries in together so 100%. if you'd been a roofer there would have been no OCD no just there'd be a hundreds of dodgy roofs wouldn't there <laughs> <laughs> a lot of angry Lanarkshire punters aye um I just funnily enough, I was having this exact conversation with James Forrest uh, down at Leonardstown the other day, and, and as I said to you, he, he's convinced that this is good for Celtic, that having Rangers really snapping at their ankles is going to bring that extra bit of percentage out of them, which, you know, you, you would have to say, I think we've all said it, Celtic would be the strongest side, the strongest squad, mm-hmm. if they're also really strongly motivated because Rangers are snapping away then you know the, uh, very good a very good situation for them to be in I mean do, do you understand where he's coming from in that ah, he's got to say that you, you, what, you think he'd rather be 20 points clear of course he would rather be 20 points clear I would take him 28 points clear but then you look at the way they played at the weekend Aye, they're, they're loving this I've not, not had it for a long time, Jacko. Let's be honest. They've not had it. They've not had any competition. This is the first season where I think it could be closer than it's ever been. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Rangers fan and I, I just I, I look at the Rangers squad. For me, I'll be honest with you, I think Celtic are favourites. Still, they're, they're, yeah. they're the champions. They've got a lot of good players. But I think Rangers are... They're closer than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. They do look. I'll look back in the old firm game. I'll go back in that one. Celtic better team by a country mile. They use their experience. I'm hopeful now that Rangers will use that. And the next one, but I just look at Rangers. Impressed. I look at the game Thursday night against Porto. I was really impressed with that. Muddle. Again, I'm impressed in a different way. As we mentioned before, that's last season. That's two points dropped. Definitely for me. Well, they both go into the Betfred Cup semi-finals this weekend against the other two sides from Edinburgh, mm-hmm. um, who are going through really horrendous. I mean, last time we sat here talking about I mean, Hibs and Hearts, we're wondering how much longer these guys are, are going to tough I've it out. I've always said this, Jacko. I, I think Hearts and Hibs are massive clubs. I do. I, I love certainly Tynecastle. What a place to play. Hibs, I mean, under Neil Lennon, I thought Hibs were great to watch. Yeah. Oh, I mean, going forward. They're probably I mean, the they most would, entertaining side in the country at that they point. They would win 5-3, you know what I mean? They would concede some goals, but they were they were, uh, they were a, a right good team to watch. Hearts, I still look at Hearts and that. It's a strange one, because if you look at Hearts squad, they've got good players. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know whether... It's a, I mean, their performance against Rangers was decent. 
but then they go to Livingston but again Livingston is a tough place to go hard team to play against you mentioned the pitch is no ideal but you could do it to 10 men you're expecting Hearts to like get a real kick for the, the performance could, against Rangers out, but it's a straight, I, I don't know what's going to I mean they've got to be this is a hard week Hibs have got Livingston coming Hearts are up at St Johnson. They'll get a lift for obviously mm-hmm. their first result of the weekend, and then they've got the the semi finals. But I, I listen, all firm final for me. I I can't see. I, I'm just going in form. But if you look at the squads, I think both Rangers and Celtic will will win easily. Yeah, and I'm not normally like that when when you're coming up against semi finals when you're playing. Hearts and Hibs because I've got a lot of respect for both of them. Well, you just need teams. to see what Hearts did at Tynecastle a couple of weeks ago against Rangers to see it. it but it's a different ball game. You're in a bigger pitch. It's I always wide think open. Hamden's a, a, a bit of a game changer for for that. It's but not Tynecastle. It's good. not Easter Road. No, well, it's it's different. I mean, if it, if both of the games are at, at Hearts, Rangers are playing Hearts at, at Tynecastle and Celtic at Easter Road, then you're like, oh, well, this could be a close one, but. Because it's through at Hamden, I can't see it. I, I've just that's my honest opinion. I don't think they'll get anywhere near them, and I think both of them will win convincingly. So, what do you think has to happen at Hearts and Hibson in terms of if, 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 assuming assuming both get knocked out the semi final? It depends stage. on how they do this week during the week. Mm. Their results, they need to get wins because I mean, I look at Hibs two 0 up at home against Ross County last what fifteen minutes, and then concede. There's obviously, there's obviously something no right there. Well, since um, since somebody called them Paul second bottle, we can't get out of second bottle. They keep throwing away leads. They, mm-hmm. they they're, they're really poorly performing. Seems to me as if almost as if he's got a bit of an arrogant streak, as if he, as if we should almost uh, be delighted that comment, he's here. It was a strange comment, wasn't it, about the semi final thing? Mm, yeah, semi final. You want to play in semi finals? You want to play it? Look, I'm not a big fan of Hamden, but that's what it is, semi-finals and no, finals. No, they're trying to talk this one. The reason that the Hibs and Hearts fans aren't paying money to come through and watch their team compete in semi-finals is they don't, they don't believe mm-hmm. that they're going to win the matches. That's why. Wait, when did you think that? A year ago, two years ago? They they would be coming through, think we've got our, we, mm-hmm. we fancy our chances here. This, this is a 50-50 game. I don't see it as 50-50 games. No. I, I've both Rangers and Celtic come and start the game well I mean it could be as I say I think both will win comfortable I think that I think that what about Aberdeen Baz because it's been a right tough start to the season for, for Derek uh, McInnes isn't it it's up and down it's not really get going you know absolutely well, battered off his own pitch at the weekend well they go but they went down you, to Phil Park a couple of weeks ago and got a big, big result. You mentioned that Mother were a, a decent team this year. And they go down and they batter Mother 3-0. And now you're getting all ready for the game and, and Sunday, sitting on the sofa ready to watch it. And I don't, listen, I've seen a few people comment saying that they, they laid down. I'm not buying that. They didn't lay down. You've just got to give credit. Get, to Celtic Celtic absolutely demolished them they couldn't get near them Edward was great I mean you can any of the Celtic players but Dell seeing his interview sometimes the manager gets it sometimes the players get away with it mm-hmm. 
the players didn't let him down. Let him down. But the fans getting Del Pelters, they've got a short memory. That's he, careful done. what you wish for, isn't it, with Aberdeen here? Well, because he, I, I think six sometimes... Six years ago, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong here, where were Aberdeen when Del came in? About 10th, was it? Second bottom down. Always flirting with relegation. They were really toiling, I. Right, what's Del done the last six years? Well, you know what he's done. Right, exactly. Second place finishes, cup finals, third place. I mean, it's a completely transformed club from mm. the one they went in there. That's what I'm saying. I completely agree with you. I've seen an interview but, with but sometimes, the refer- sometimes managers can have a shelf life. Aye, but look, look what he's got to do every summer. Rebuild he's got to again. rebuild every... Yeah. And how can you get players up to Aberdeen and the budget that he's got? He, he can't compete with Rangers and Celtic. He's got to rebuild. I mean, he, he, lose, he, he loses two or three top players each summer. Mm-hmm. and has to start again has to start again no it's it's a difficult one look I'm not just saying it because I know Dell and obviously because I, I I played with him for a a time at, at Rangers but I just think the job he's done up there has been unbelievable um, as he's I think it's far too early for for him he's going to get criticised because of the success he's had that's the problem he's got I set his own standards. Yep. It's a problem he's got. But you seen his interview after the game. He wasn't happy, man. You could you could tell. I looked embarrassed by him. Aye. And that's the first time I've probably seen away from home at Ibrooks or or Celtic Park. It can happen. But certainly at home you expect Aberdeen to, to be better. But listen, you, you can't take it away for Zell. They blew them away. Yeah. Absolutely. The first 45 minutes. I'm gl- I think Dell be buzzing for that half-time whistle to go. If that went on another five or ten minutes, mm. they could have easily scored another two or three. And yet old Payneham as well be sitting out this weekend when semi-finals are getting played because yeah, he's that used to That's what his standards, well. Dell's standards will be to get into semi-finals. That, that's... He, he'll be disappointed that he's not in a semi-final. Um, but I, I just think there's a stale determination about him. Like he's getting he's getting it hard. He's getting it in the back now. But he's one of the, the guys that I think he'll go and he'll, he'll sort it out. Right, OK, let's round this up. We'll take score lines. Let's go against each other for the Betfred Cup semi-finals. Give me your score lines. I'll give you mine and we'll see who comes out on top next week. I'm kind of guessing though we're both going to go for the same end results which is both Rangers and Celtic to call it. I, I think Celtic will win 3-0 and I think Rangers will win Celtic 3 or 4 I think Celtic uh, Rangers will win 3. Well 3 or 4 mm-hmm. 3 or 4 I, and, and do you know what I, I, I 3 or never... 4 for Celtic Yeah 3 or 4 for Celtic No they kind of do 3 or 4 Right 3 three nil Celtic 3 nil Rangers Right, I'm going to go 4-0 Celtic, 3-0 Rangers. Right. And then I think Wait, that's... did you... I'll be honest with you, if this last season I'd be... Well, this is going to be close. It it's could, going to could be, easily be an extra time job. Aye, and uh, I, I'm surprised at myself because Rangers are... Uh, sorry, Hibs and Hearts are... It's always hard, tough games. I, I just can't see it. Honestly, can't see it. Actually, I mean, I know, I know we're just about ending here, but what worries me for them both is... That this isn't just a blip now. These are prolonged, sustained, really bad runs that they're on. Mm. And I think it's getting to the point, if changes aren't made, then 
this could be the well, season. Well, the fans, the fans have made it clear, haven't they? There's, there's no doubt. You know what I mean? I, look, I, I seen the the, the game, uh, Hearts and Rangers. I was impressed with Hearts. On that day, yes. <laughs> so it shows you what they're capable what they, what of doing. They can do, yeah. It's just getting that consistency. Hibs, I look, they've got some. The Portis, the big centre mm-hmm. back. I yep. think he's got a right yep. bright future. Scott Allen, I think a lot of him. Um, Marlon, mm-hmm. they, they've got players. Boyle's, he, he's been a big miss. They get Boyle back, but I just don't see that. I, I don't. There's something missing. Yeah. There's something missing. Certainly for Hibs. Hearts, you just don't know what's going to turn up with Hearts at times. You do, more often than not. It was an unexpected performance they put on against Rangers. But no, if you look at the squad. Yeah. I know, but, but if you look at the performances. I, I, I get where you're coming, but I, I look at the squad of players and think, what, why are we not getting better at that? There must be something. Because I think... Certainly, Hart's squad's a strong squad. I know they've been missing Nays. He's been out for a, a while. He's, he's on the way back now. So he's he has he key. will be key to them. Ah, if if they're going to turn this around, Naismith will have a huge part to play in that. Halkett's been missing. Mm-hmm. Good player. Um, but I just can't see past Rangers and Celtic. Agreed. Right. Okay. Listen, Barry. Well, back in business once again. Apologies for being away uh, for a few weeks there, but the Fergie Time podcast is officially back in business. And we'll be back again next week.